Geminists. Yeah, some of us like to eat Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles rocks, and so does in episode 129 of the Empty Space Boom, Podcast. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. What if we were the... Oh, never mind. Um, hey, what... <laughs> this is such an inappropriate thing I was about to say. Uh, we got a great one. We're going to get the ball rolling a little quicker than usual. Uh, this is going to be a great interview we have today. Um, sure. Yeah, it's going to be... Awesome. As, so fun. I don't know why I said it like that. I sound sexually Weird. attracted to myself. Okay. Oh, little buzzed up. Uh, we got the band. <laughs> <We're Cap- buzzing. laughs> we got the band Capture This coming on. Uh, yeah, we do. Very exciting. Female yeah. fronted band. Uh, we're gonna get into that in just a little bit. But uh, as mm. always, uh, I always always love talking to my best friend here and asking how he's doing, as he does to me. Yes. You go first. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm uh, yeah. I'm tired, but yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. to rock and roll. Nice, nice. Same here. Yeah, a little tired, a little stressed, but yeah, we're here. We're queer, and we need more. We need beer. more beer now. Tell me. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get into it. What um, what does this mean? You have notes on here saying Jelly Roll rules. Do you know the singer Jelly, Jelly Roll? Yes, bro. I've seen like his stuff on on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, what is the hype with this guy? So I like checked it out and I listened to him on Rogan. And I yep. was like, holy, like this dude's the fucking man. And then I listened to the song Save Me and I was in mm-hmm. tears, like literally moved me. Because I thought he mm-hmm. was just like one of those country rappers. And then I listened yeah. to that and I was like, dear God, like this dude's fucking, he smacks. He's... And I'm not a big country music fan, but like, dude, yeah. that song, holy shit. That song uh, literally like floored me. I can't say I know too much about it. I know of him. Uh, I just I know his background, where like yeah. he, uh, his whole like struggle with in and out of jail, and his mom was addicted to drugs and stuff. Um, yeah, I knew that about him, but no, nah, I'll, I'll check him out if you say he's he's top Dude, dog. That's that song. Save me is fucking ridiculous. Like it yeah. is so good. Like the way he sings it, man. Like it's right up our alley. Like if there was like. Like if he say like if um like keep flying did that just an acoustic just mm-hmm. like dude we would be like oh my god this is the best thing ever like it's yeah. so good so fucking good and he's like listen to his his uh episode of Rogan that was right, really then. that was really fucking good um because I had no clue I, all I thought was he was this like country rapper rapper and i was like not my thing i'm good like cool but now i've seen like a bunch of stuff on instagram and him just being like a solid dude and listening to that rogan episode i was like no it's hard to hate this dude Mm. (laughs) 
just just a good dude. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Now, did you um end up going to Rocco's Donuts? Yep. I went you to Rocco's it? on Wednesday. Dude. What'd you get? I got the Fruity Pebble. And I got a glazed and uh triple chocolate and a coffee roll. What? Yeah. Buddy. Jesus Christ, dude. Did you eat them all? No. I ate like half of the Fruity Pebble one and like a quarter of the glazed one. And then Tori ate like half of the chocolate one. Mm. Dear God, though. Holy They're good, shit. Dude. Yeah. Really good. Oh my God. So fucking good. Just unbelievable. And reasonably pl- priced as well. It's like four bucks a donut. Yeah, not bad. So it was good. It was like 20 bucks for four donuts. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it wasn't too bad. Well, one of them was a coffee roll. So that thing was like the size of my head. Well, how was that thing? Good? Yeah, that thing was ridiculous. The whole Everything was just like the Fruity Pebble one was so like... It yeah. literally tasted like a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. It was so fucking good, dude. Hey, I love that. I yes. love that. Next You're time gonna... I'll have to... I, I've already had it several times. Yeah. Um. That Was that a new shop, right? Yeah, in there you uh, go. Burlington. There you go. Yes. So, yeah, it was cool, man. Good shit, man. Um, what um, the fuck is this next thing? I, can't, I don't even know oh, what the God. fuck I'm looking at. This. I don't even know how to say her name. Baby Rexa? Baby Rexa? I don't know. No, I didn't. You didn't see this video? No, dude. Have you seen I don't like even the... know the name. Okay. okay. Have you seen like the trend <laughs> of people like throwing their cell phones on stage and people like the they'll like take a selfie with it and then they'll find it eventually? Uh, like the person whose phone it is? I I don't think I have, no. It's a new thing that people will like chuck their phone up on stage and like the singer or whoever will pick it up and like take a selfie oh, with it. She got Fucked yeah, up. dude, she got fucking rocked. She got in the head. oh, it looks like Mike Tyson just punched her. Dude, yeah, she got fucking rocked in the head. Someone shot. They must have had the life proof case on that fucking thing because yeah, that thing, and that thing came in hot. <laughs> like, That's a fucking construction fucking case. Ripped Holy it, dude. Fuck, but yeah. she got oh whale. That was oh my god. She got wh- yeah, took it like dude. a champ though, dude. Yeah. Took it like a champ. Dude, she got fucking rocked in the head. I gotta watch that again, dude. Hold on a second. Let me uh, replay this. Oh, she's like hyping the crowd up, and then, well, bam! Right. In the- <laughs> yeah. Wow. She like turns around, looks at her like crew members, and then gets on the. F- oh, dude, poor girl. That sucks. Yeah, she got wow. fucking smoked. Rocked. Damn. Yeah. I wonder if she's pressing charges. I don't know. I mean, they, they said, here, take my phone and fucking whipped it. Yeah, they did, dude. Wow. She got fucking smoked. Dude, imagine so assaulting the artist you just paid to fucking yeah, see. Like, I, I, I wanted to, like, talk about it because I've seen it a lot where, like, people are throwing their phones up on stage and shit. Like, that doesn't look like I threw it. That looked like I wanted to hurt you. Like, could you imagine if someone did that to, like, Parker Cannon? What would happen? Oh, I mean, he, already, that's... he drop kicked yeah. a girl off stage with trying to take a selfie. Yeah. And like, could you imagine what he would do to that phone? Your phone would be mm-hmm. dead. I hope you got good insurance. <laughs> Your phone's yeah, toast. I'd say. Like, especially if you drilled him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, you're, you're toast. Definitely... Yeah, it's on site. <laughs> that's fucked. You, and he's going to kill you. <laughs> like... Yeesh. Yeah. So I'm just like imagining like what would happen if like. 
like I'm sure Tom DeLon would probably like just take a picture of like his butt crack or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> uh, I was saying, uh, Tom's already like while Mark's doing a bass solo or something, Tom would get it on his knees and he'll like point to two girls and be like, "I'm gonna fuck you later." And he mouths it so loudly that like it's just funny. It's been spiraling, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying, man. Yeah, it's just um, like just just go to the crazy. show and enjoy the show and take selfies like there. Like I wonder if whip- they recorded the throw. Like as soon as he threw oh, it, it was you start was- a video and just whip it. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you have an eye on your camera. That's yeah, fucked. There's blood everywhere. Oh my Christ! Uh, so right. don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Be respectful. Don't do that. Nope. Um, then we had, this got announced a few weeks ago. I don't know if you saw it cause we never talked about it. I did see it. Uh, uh Massachusetts is for lovers fest. In- the lineup is, well, it's the is for lovers fest, but it's coming to Massachusetts this year. Mansfield. Um, it's Hawthorne's Hawthorne Heights um, music festival. Um, thoughts on the lineup. Uh, I think it's pretty perfect for what you'd expect a Hawthorne Heights lineup would be. Cause you got. A shit ton of those big bands. You got Rise Again, Stuck Line Trio, Bayside, Silverstein, mm-hmm. Red Jumpsuit. Like, you got pretty much the exact lineup I th- would figure would be on it. I'm interested to see who that blank one is. Yeah, what is that all about, dude? I don't know. I wonder. But yeah, no, I, I think it's a good lineup, to be honest. I wouldn't go, but it's a good lineup. Yeah. I, Actually, yeah. you know what? I shouldn't say that. I would go, but... um. Yeah, I don't know I'm if I would. I'm not going to go. I, uh, yeah, I'm, probably, go. I'm not, yeah. I don't know if I would go. I I don't know. I'd have to be persuaded yeah. by some cheap tickets. I'll, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like, if someone was like, hey, I got a ticket, I'd probably go. So that was like me with Blink when uh, Matt was, um, I got free tickets to see Matt Skiba with Blink. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'll go. But And then we ended up leaving, like, early and shit. But, yeah. Wasn't no, it it's a good lineup. Deep and all-time low? Dude, maybe. Oh, Neck Deep and Lil Wayne? Yes, that was, but Lil Wayne wasn't there. He pulled out before. Yes, you were right. That's right. That's right. So, but, all right, we can, uh, we have some more, but we have some people in the waiting room waiting to jump in here. Oh, my Lanta. So, we'll get to the rest of the new releases and some news after that, but right now we're going to head over to capture this. We better capture it. Yeah, quickly. But before, as always, a few words about the artists. Capture This is a female-fronted pop-punk, pop-rock band based in Denver, Colorado. In 2020, they formed together on Craigslist, a secret music hub for collaborating and creating bands. The band defines meeting each other as Craigslist fate. The music is known for its harmonic guitar riffs along with powerhouse vocals, creating an emphasis on the classic 2000s pop-punk, pop-rock sound. While gaining notability in the pop-punk music scene, the booming release of their EP album Dear Future Self and recent release Sick of It has marked a lasting impression. Capture List has played at music venues and festivals event across Colorado including the Marquise Theater, Globe Hall, Low High Pride Fest, and Rhino Music Showcase. As a momentous band in the music scene, they provided local support to prominent bands such as Keep Flying, Our Boys, Brook Lane, Ryan Oaks, and Crooked Teeth. In addition, they were selected by KTCL 93.3's Big Gig, where they played at Fiddler's Green Amphitheater alongside A Day to Remember, the main Jimmy Eat World Silver Sun pickup, and Girlfriends. So without further ado, here's Leah from Capture This. 
Change my name. Sorry. That's no, okay. you can keep. No That's all good. <laughs> Apparently, I'm Andrew. Um, so, oh <laughs> um, so I'm using our rhythm guitarist. I'm using his computer. So, oh, okay. There we go. There Sick. we go. That's oh, my good. name. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Welcome. We have yeah. Leah slash maybe Andrew. We're just not sure <laughs> <laughs> on the Empty yeah, Space he's podcast. The he, oh. He's he's too camera shy. That's okay. It's all right. Tell him we said hi. Yeah. He just told me good luck. So. Uh, yeah. You're gonna <laughs> Bye, buddy. With us too. <laughs> Bye. Anyways. Yo, welcome to the show. Welcome. Nice meeting you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice meeting you both. Thanks for having me. Super stoked to be a part of it. Oh yeah. yeah. Thanks for hitting us up. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, taking the time. Absolutely. So, okay. where are you located? So we're from uh, Denver, Colorado. Okay. So not yeah. too much of a time difference. What's that, an hour? Two hours? Two. Um, I think two, because it's hours. five here. Okay, yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. How's, uh, like? how's Col- yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, how's Colorado treating you? I've been out there a few times. That place is beautiful. I've never, though. Been, I've never been in the winter, so I don't know what it's oh like. Oh my gosh, but... don't come in the winters. Don't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, well actually i take that back if you like if you like skiing or like snowboarding um pretty much all of the winter activities then it's fun um but yeah the weather is pretty extreme here um summers are nice springs nice but actually i think was it yesterday there was literally hail uh the size of uh baseballs uh nice i got wow. like a full like notification on my phone that said you cannot go outside it's severe like weather hail weather um so That's yeah crazy. the weather's pretty crazy here all year round um but if you're into like anything like outdoors you know related so yeah hiking camping skiing snowboarding like all that stuff it's the place for you that and beer it's a ton mm. of breweries here for sure so. and weed yeah that too um <laughs> yeah i i always tell people that dispensaries here are like equivalent to gas stations like they're literally every every corner so that's so. like uh dunkin donuts in uh, massachusetts oh yeah every because it was started in quincy massachusetts and every single corner of every street you'll see pretty much a dunkin donuts so Oh yeah. my gosh. And like when you're driving on the highway, I find it funny when I'm with people that aren't from here. It's like, you know, all the signs they'll tell you, like, you got a quick stop or a whatever, a long, yeah, longhorn steakhouse. It's literally every yeah. single exit has at least one Duncan's, if not more. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I feel like that's probably Chick fil A here. So oh. it's, <laughs> it's every, every corner every corner you turn but yeah. Anyways, Colorado's <laughs> like, I'm like, back to Colorado. Um, yeah, totally recommend like even for the scenery or just like any outdoor activity, you got to go at least one time. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. I'd second yeah. that. I went on a road trip. I went cross country twice and um we stopped in Colorado and we went to some KOA camp right on the Rocky Mountains or right offside the Rocky Mountains and, and that was really freaking cool. Um except for the coyotes or something was killing something because there was the thousands of them just like howling and i was like fuck this place <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. holy crap that's like 
oh my god i'm sorry you had that experience no Uh, it was still freaking cool okay oh i was gonna say for sure also red rocks um oh i've always wanted to go there to go see a concert it's like one of those things you can't even you can't even explain unless you're there like of just how beautiful and like incredible it is like it's 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 insane so that's awesome wanted to go to a show there it looks incredible yeah wait where so where are you two from uh boston Okay, that makes sense. You just yeah. Dunkin' <laughs> yeah. Donuts on every corner. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was I wasn't sure if that was a while ago or now, but that's cool. I've never been to Boston, but um I got I've been to most of the East Coast, but like not Boston before. So but I've heard um really great things about it. So have to go check oh. it out for sure. That's cool. Yeah. That's usually I don't yeah, I feel like it's fifty fifty. I feel like some people are like <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know about that place. And some people are like, I love that place. Because you have everything. You have the city life. You have the beach life. Because we're right on the water and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, But, yeah, we're from Massachusetts. You're from Colorado. Uh, and you make some badass music, you and your oh, band yeah. members. Uh, female-fronted music here. Uh, Capture this. Uh, You guys have been around since 2020. And I saw that you formed together on Craigslist. Um. That's pretty crazy. Uh, I'm not going to jump into that yet, but I was just, okay. I just thought that was really yeah. weird. Uh, but we'll yeah. start off. First time. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's true. Oh we'll God, it's it. not the first time. Yeah. We'll, get into, we'll, get, we'll tell you. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But let's, let's just start with like, you know, who you are and like what kind of got you into music and how you fell in love with it. Yeah. So for me, it goes way back. Um, so I've, I've been singing like, I don't even, I can't even tell it maybe like since I was like 10 years old, like I've been singing for a really long time. Um, and I always knew it was like something that I like music was always something that I wanted to keep doing. I knew it was like my passion. It was something that was always with me. And, um, yeah, I actually first started out too as like a solo artist and did that whole thing. Um, audition for American Idol. That was like, I didn't really get like super far into it but that I I always say that's kind of like my turning point because like for me that was when I realized that hey this is something that I can do I can you know play in a band or I can do some sort of performing on stage and I realized okay like I have that confidence or capability to do that so then um after you know going through that process I um you know started started doing my own solo work um in San Diego because that's where I was born and raised started doing that and then I kind of realized I want to start going into playing into bands and see what that's like so then I joined my first band when I was 15 and I literally never went back like I've been in bands since then I've always been singing um you know I played guitar a little bit here and there a little bit of piano but um I always stayed true to singing and I think for me, the reason I never went back um, to like doing solo work is like, I loved playing. I think for me, there's like something special about playing with like other people and like, then they become your best friends. So it's like getting to play with your best friends and you don't get that when you're solo. Like, it's just, it's just you. Um, and so, and that, and I wanted to, I really wanted to focus on my craft, which is like singing. Like I wanted to be able to just do that instead of try to like, play guitar and piano and sing like all at the same time so um so yeah that's 
that's kind of how long I've been doing this thing. And um, the genres of music has really been kind of all over the place. So um, pop punk currently in this band. And then before that, it was like, um, it was definitely more, I went to like Southern rock, which is very different <laughs> um and then alternative rock and then classic rock um and then gosh i mean i was seeing like guns and roses smells like teen spear oh, by nirvana man. so yeah I, it, i've been singing kind of all over the map but um but yeah so that's a little bit about me and just always have stuck with the music and knew that was something that i wanted to do cool that's yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah. So, who would you say are some of like your biggest inspirations musically? Oh my gosh! Okay, that literally so that changes um, yeah. on a month to month basis. <laughs> uh, but I can say so for th- for this pop punk genre for me. Um, so I think a lot of the pop comes from um, like alternative dark pop um so like tons of different artists but like the one that sticks out to me the most is Demi Lovato um I love her because she like has such a powerhouse voice like she's not afraid to use it and um just like a lot of her songs like have such deep meanings to them um like it's never like superficial with like her lyrics and like her sound so um yeah I've always really been into her as like an influence and then I would also say, uh, if you've heard like meet me at the altar, but Mm -hmm. I'm super into them lately. Um, honey revenge is like another really good one too. So, um, right now I'm really big into, I think just kind of actually what we are like female fronted bands that are in a really similar genre, but then also to like pop artists on them as well. Nice yeah so steve you are not making any noise oh Oh, hello oh he muted his mic hi (laughs) i was muting my mic dude i was talking i'm like yo what's up i saw you (laughs) yeah i was like your zoom camera is like not muted oh my there's no sound i'm like whoopsies anyways uh my point was um no, we've been getting a lot more female-fronted yeah. uh, artists on the podcast. And in general, we're seeing it a lot more, whether it's through TikTok or YouTube or Instagram. And we've had uh, a handful of um, female-fronted artists on, like Maggie from Glimmers, Taylor Acorn, you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on, and it's it's super. The yep. The other Leah. That's right. Yeah, LEA, right? Yeah, yeah. LEA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and it's just awesome to see and inspiring and then um, not to get into it because I know we'll talk about it another time, but the uh, female fronted festival that's going on. Um, it's just really awesome to see and, and to see you guys get the respect that you deserve because we're all just humans, uh, whether what sex we are shouldn't matter, but it's really cool to see. And, uh, and I'm glad that like, you know, your background into music, you kept going with it and you've ever yeah. since you were like, this is what I'm doing. You stuck with it and it's and it's paying off. So uh, kudos to you and the band there. Hell yeah. yeah, for sure. And yeah, I think like, for me, that's something I've always felt is like, I want to, this sounds like super cheesy, but like, I want to like inspire other people like through my singing, like it doesn't matter who, but just being up there, like I want to give like other people the confidence to do that too, or do whatever they want in life. But um, yeah, just always felt like I could keep 
going and going. And I know too, with the pop punk scene too, uh, like to add to your point about how, like, there's so many female vocalists out there, like there really is. Um, and I've discovered so much more from TikTok, Instagram, like that's actually how I came across Taylor Acorn, like Charlotte, Charlotte Sands, um, Leah, you mentioned, like I, all of those people, like I just started seeing them on my feed. And that's what made me realize like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a great thing. Like there's more and more women who are in this space, um, that are just like killing it. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. yeah, it's, it, it's totally changing. It, it's to me, it's not what it was, you know, 10, 15 years ago back in warp tour days. Nope. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. got bands like, you know, yours truly and Stan Atlantic and hot milk that are like, yeah. like Stan Atlantic absolutely fucking rips yeah i feel like <laughs> yours truly and stan atlantic were like the ogs like they kind of yeah. like started they like were the the ogs that like dominated the whole like female fronted pop punk space and then it's mm-hmm. like it kind of i just felt like it kind of took off from there with more and more artists yeah. which is awesome because before yeah. them it was really just paramore that yeah. was it you all you had was yeah. paramore and everyone that tried to do it would just get compared to paramore yeah, that still happens with us too. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I'm sure well, for the next generations coming, you guys are going to yeah. change the game. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. I feel like when people give that response, I'm like, I don't know if you listen to pop punk because, yeah. like, I feel like that's like that's like the one like mainstream band that's in pop punk that everybody knows. So it's like, oh, you're good. You sound like Paramore. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, just to hurt. No, just to like them though. Just like, yeah. To your point of you know, like it, it was really just Paramore and then, you know, Stan Atlantic years truly. And then now it, it's just so much different with that, with the, um, the genres in that space, but yeah. That's awesome. Now, now, um, now let's get, I want to get into kind of, um, how you guys did start with the whole Craigslist yeah. story. Okay. Uh, so if you could explain that, I would love yeah. to hear about it. Yeah. Okay. So there's many pieces. So we'll go back to, um, oh my gosh, I think like six or seven years ago. So this was actually back when I was living in San Diego and I was in another band, which was around like kind of alternative classic rock. And, um, anyways, so I was like looking to join a band And I saw this ad that they were specifically looking for a female singer. So then I auditioned and got the part and stuff and did that. And so after being in that band, um, some of us that were a part of that band, we we actually ended up moving up to Colorado. And then that's when we like rebranded ourselves um into like the pop punk space and like turned our name around and to capture this and everything like that and so then um I had put out an ad and so just to clarify it was me the drummer and then the bassist we put out an ad to then add on two more people to the band um and then that's when we found the other members and so we always joke about it because it's like I found that band that I was in before through Craigslist. And then when we all got together and came up to Colorado to rebrand, we like then use Craigslist to get like our other members. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy because 
you wouldn't like when when you say like oh I found my bandmates through Craigslist like it sounds kind of crazy because I feel like one Craigslist seems like it's a site that you just go on to sell your stuff or the opposite like you want to buy items like not to find other musicians or other bandmates but I think the reason is because there's really not many other platforms out there that do that kind of service um like the only other one that I know of is band mix and so I feel like at least for me it's like okay I it's either that or Craigslist like there's no other there's no other way or you know somebody because you've you've been in the industry for a while but like there's no other site that can do that um and so I just feel like everybody's kind of in the same boat because <laughs> um, yeah. you look on their music community forums and it's like there's people posting every day looking for a different, you know, looking for a musician or vice versa, someone wanting to join a band or whatever. So, um, yeah, so we always joke and say it's kind of like Craigslist fate because we all found each other through um, that site and not... <laughs> not in person that's crazy <laughs> yeah Cause yeah you guys... it, it is and it's a trust system for sure um but thank god we there's technology and we have practice studios so we can say to people hey let's meet at a let's meet at a studio instead of um whatever my house or True. <laughs> something yep. that's like kind of yeah yeah so because you guys aren't the first band that we've had on that have met on craigslist because Chief said, I think that's how they found their singer was on Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I always, (laughs) when I say this out loud, I always say like, oh my gosh, this is the next business idea. Like someone (laughs) should take it on and make another site. Cause, um, that, that's why I think so many people resort to that. And luckily it's all turned out well and we've had success in it and, I don't want to jinx anything, so I'm going to leave it at that. But... <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. No. So going back to the um, female-fronted band thing that we were talking about earlier, um, what are some challenges you guys face as a band and you face personally like as being like a female in the scene and like a female-fronted band, if any? Um, so I think, yeah, that, sorry. I had to like pause for a second. <laughs> no, no. You're good. Personally, I, well, I feel like in this band currently, like I, I never luckily, like thankfully, like I've never had like anything weird or like any issues, um, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think for my past, like there's nothing that's like been said directly to me, but I've always just kind of felt like this sense of not being like as seen or like not heard as much. Um, like sometimes I assume like, Oh, did I not, did we not get this gig over like someone else? Because, mm. you know, it's, uh, it's just what people know or like, they're not as familiar with like a female singer taking over um or singing in that band and like I said I don't like I haven't had anybody directly say anything to me that would make me question but I've have like a good intuition and from my past like I feel like sometimes I've been turned down from things but the reasoning 
the reasoning for it is like something else when really I feel like it's something more than that. Like it's, oh, it's because of me or like they're not familiar, used to this kind of genre with like a female singer. Um, So yeah, and I don't know you, since you probably interviewed other female artists, like you, you might've heard something similar to that too. I think yeah. just like I, that vibe. Yeah. Just like yeah. You know, getting like almost overlooked because they're not taken seriously because they're females. Yeah. I also think from who we've interviewed before, I think from what I see from like an outside perspective is in from talking to them is like, how can this, you know, no tattooed white blonde girl just get, you know, all like, how is she going to be pop punk? Because you have like Maggie from Glimmer. She is literally like, you're just, you know, a, 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 a blonde white girl. And then you have um, Taylor Acorn. Taylor Acorn is the same thing. And you guys and Penny Board's kind of like that. And it's like, well, I think there's a there's a, there's a hundred percent like a stigma on, yeah. you, you know, white mm-hmm. blonde girls or just white girls in general that or any whatever my point is that it's just like there is this stigma on on females especially like that it's like oh no you should be doing country and it's like no like i'm gonna do whatever i want like i'm who i yeah. am and it, there's like that stigma on it that needs to end and i think it's empowering to see you guys come through and and mm-hmm. keep fighting for like what you want to do and, and not give in or give up and but i also think it's it's it is something that you know from the outside perspective and, and being a male seeing it is it's definitely what what i see from my side is like they're not getting as accepted because of that which is bullshit at least yeah, yeah it's like females can't actually, go as hard type of thing yeah that's like such a great point like it's something that i've thought about but it didn't really cross my mind in a way until you said that where it's like Cause I think people have this perception of pop punk or punk, right. Is like looking a certain way. Like I'm just kind of blabbing this out, but like black hair, like tattoos covered, like freaking ripped up pants. Like, you know, like the list goes on and on. And I feel like that's not me, but at the same, like in terms of like how I would want to look and how I'd want to represent myself. But then, but then at the same time, it's like, I want to play that kind of music. So I think that's like where I'm kind of always struggling sometimes. And um, and I, I think for me, I do, for me, I just do what feels best. You know, mm-hmm. like I try to always tell myself it because I think at the end of the day, if someone doesn't like, if someone makes a comment about how I look or how I, whatever, like represent myself on stage, it's like, okay, that's on you because I, I'm just being me and Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep going with it. Like whatever, what anybody else says. But I think that's such a good point because I do sometimes kind of struggle with that internally of like how much, how much edginess do I need to have? But then it's like, wait, I don't Mm. need to. Cause like I'm forcing that. Like I just need to do, I just need to keep being me with how I represent myself on stage. I mean, that's the most yeah. punk thing yeah. you can do is just, yeah. Be yeah. Like, yeah. Being punk yeah. isn't like fitting into a, the norm. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's just being yourself. Yeah. That's what punk totally. is. I'm also like a very bubbly, like, I try to be like a very like happy, like positive bubbly person. Like I've, I'm always smiling. And I feel like that also kind of goes against 
the whole like pop punk or like punk vibes <laughs> about like being edgy and yeah tough and angsty mean, almost, and... like aggressive and it's like that's yeah. not me so <laughs> yeah yeah well i'm glad that you're you're being who you want to be which yes. is you and in in speaking on the whole you know accepting of yourself and other people you know they have to accept you for who you are you know whatever um and I know we touched on it a little bit, but the scene becoming more accepting of female artists, like, what is your opinion on that as far as, like, I know you said, like, TikTok and all these, you know, female-fronted artists are coming along, meet me at the altar. How, how are you seeing the pop-punk scene change, and in, in, in what's your opinion on female-fronted artists, um, you know, breaking through, I'd say, this, like, Well, being stigma. accepted more. Yeah, and... that's a better way to put it, yeah. Like, how are they breaking through um and trying to kind of go against the stigma yeah and like yeah and, and, like, and just finding out that fi- where there's so much more out there now that where you have these social medias like what's what's like you know is obscene becoming more accepting of female fronted artists like in your opinion and, and how so yeah i would say it's definitely becoming more accepting and i think a huge part of that is social media um because i feel like it's a place where people can have their voice and be almost like vulnerable to I in a way to like connect with their fans um like I know for me just on like TikTok and stuff like I'll make like stupid (laughs) videos but it's like I don't care like I'm just I'm just being me and like connecting with people and I see so much of that too on like Instagram or TikTok where if even if it's sharing their song like they'll open up about you know how they're or what the lyrics mean and like how they resonate with that or how they connect with that and I feel like it goes to it in a way it makes their fans like able to more connect with them and be personal with them and show another side to this person that they didn't see before because like back when we didn't have social media like you couldn't do that like maybe the only way a female artist like me could kind of show a little bit more would than the music would be you're playing a show and like that's it like we didn't have the platforms to be able to show more of who we are like almost humanizing us um so yeah that's and that's for me that's the huge shift and I think just also just the pop punk scene in general, I think has been way more discoverable because this goes back to TikTok again. Like there's so many, even if it's not the band, I mean, there's just so many people out there using other people's music for different videos, different content. Mm -hmm. And so you're just way more seen that way um, through discovering artists and stuff. Um, Like I know at least for when, for example, like when I was building out the whole female fronted lineup um that was like a part of how I found some of these artists was like literally through discovering them on TikTok and Instagram and I think that's that's a huge thing that has changed um just with the music scene and and all of that oh it's perfectly said hell yeah Yeah. I also want to just mention like you coming on a platform like this and social media and just expressing your feelings and, you know, thoughts on, you know, you know, being a female in a band is empowering in the change that, you know, needs to happen for the younger generation or even the generation now to hear and be like, Oh wow. Like I, there, I don't need to be a certain way to be in 
to the pop punk or country or whatever the heck it is. Like, you know, I've seen country singers, you know, dress like, you know, quote unquote gothic people. It's like this, this whole thing is changing. And like you coming on here and saying that is like, it's awesome because it's like powerful one. Um, and two, it, it can change like, you know, the stigma that's on it and, and change lives for, you know, young girls. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It's true. It is true. <laughs> yeah, even, yeah. Even if, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> legit yeah i mean me and steve went and saw taylor acorn about a year ago okay right and there was like you know she was playing with i think it was real friends yes Mm. and the home team i think it was nice yes and um there was this little girl she might she's probably like seven or eight years old and like she had a big taylor acorn sign Mm -hmm. and like after the show Taylor Acorn went off tour and was like hugging her and stuff. And the girl was like jumping up and down. And I was like, this is exactly why she does what she does for little girls like that. You know? Yeah. Cause like Steve had... grew up like looking at Tom DeLonge. I grew up looking at Billy Joe Armstrong like that. Like, you know, it was just cool to see. Yeah. I was going to say, I actually had one of those moments. Um, so <laughs> oh, was... No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it was last year uh, we got to play at a Fiddler's Green Amphitheater. We, long story short, we won this contest um, that local, Channel 933 was hosting called Big Gig. And oh, um, yeah. it was to take the local stage at Fiddler's Green. And then if you won, you got to open up for like A Day to Remember, um, Jimmy World, like all the, the major pop punk bands. And so anyways, we, we won the contest and we got to play there. And so after... Uh, the whole set this girl her name was rainbow like I'll never forget it she came up to me <laughs> her and her mom and her mom's like can you like sign her t-shirt and like and rainbow was like you're amazing like she it, it just and I like hugged her and it was like literally <laughs> the best feeling and it it was like it's one of those moments I will never forget and to your point it's like or of how like Taylor Acorn was feeling. It made me feel like I, this is like why I'm doing this. Like it, yeah. like I don't just do it for myself. But I do it for other people because I can inspire them or make them happy or confident in whatever they're wanting to do. But um, yeah, it was, it was one of those, those feel good moments for sure. That's awesome. Hell yeah. That's yeah. dope. <laughs> so you guys must know Years Down then, because I think Years Down was on that with you guys too. Yeah, yeah. They're our buddies. Like we've played with them many times. They're freaking awesome. Yeah, they're great dudes. They're friends of us. I also saw that you uh you guys know Keep Flying. Oh shit. Yeah, so we we just played with them a couple months ago at the marquee here in Denver. Um so we got opened up a slot with them and that was really fun too. I okay, I love their music because it's such a good mix of like like they they stay true to like that whole pop punk genre but then like when they add in like the different horn instruments like i feel like that's what sets them apart and it's yeah. so good like it's so good how they can like they just master mixing those two two things together oh for so, sure yeah and their yeah. shows are just like there's oh. nothing like it it's a performance it's <laughs> yeah, like the biggest nothing. performance <laughs> yeah there's nothing like like we're on stage. There's like all them like with their horns and like there's got guitar and it, yeah, it's it's incredible. That's yeah, awesome. awesome. That must have been yeah. fun playing with those dudes. Yeah, they're awesome. 
Hell yeah. You got you're big fans of them. Yeah, we're yeah we're big fans of them, and we're friends with uh John Ryan. Okay, nice. Yeah, he's our boy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we'll get into um your new single. All right. Um. So really good song. Me and Steve both loved it. Oh hell yeah. Um. I got very big Mayday Parade and Yours Truly vibes from it. Yeah, you uh, pretty much nailed it. Okay, I was, I was, <laughs> I was gonna say, were those your two yeah. like big inspirations for this one? Because it's it, yeah, like the yeah. music and everything just sounded like Mayday Parade and Yours Truly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's good though, because like I feel like we, I mean, that's like pulled from our inspiration, so that mm. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like who does most of like the song the lyric writing and like the, the do you do most of the lyrics and then the other guys do the music or is it like a collaborative thing? Um yeah, I would say for me I mainly write the lyrics and then um the vocal melodies but before that um so Andrew our rhythm guitarist like he'll start writing uh he'll start writing all the music and we usually do it through like demoing and stuff through a system that we do so we just track everything and then um our drummer and stuff like he'll come in to add like drums and everything and then yeah I'll punch in like the all for me it's like if I have kind of a bass with like my the guitar and stuff and drums then it's easy for me to like come up with a melody and kind of figure out what the mood is going to be with the song and then write the lyrics to that so it's definitely it's definitely collaborative and it's almost like layering because you yeah. have like your bass with the guitar and then the drums and then the vocals on top. Oh yeah, that's, that's awesome. dope. Mm-hmm. So how is the uh, how's the feedback been with the with the drop of sick of it? How's 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 that yeah. going? Yeah. Okay. So this sounds weird to say, but I was actually very surprised about the turnout um, because. So I like I love the song, but I wasn't expecting to get such a big good like so so many reactions from it. Like it kind of surprised me. And I think I think the reason it did was because in my opinion, it's the most punk song that we have. Like mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of our other stuff we lean more towards the pop side of things. And so not that it's bad, but it's just like, okay, we're entering in this like newer territory. How like it's diff it's a little bit different. Um, and I think also for me vocally it's different. Like I am very much used to belting out vocals, um, almost like a like powerhouse vocals. And this was the first song that I did where I held back a little bit. I didn't go full out. Um, and so it was really interesting for me too to hear my voice in that way. And so for those two reasons, I just I was like, I don't like I like it, but I'm like, it's different. Like it's just different. Yeah. Um, and so then the the feedback that I got from people was just so much more than I thought in a good way. All positive, like I love this song, or out of all the songs you have, I love this one. And um, that was just really that was really awesome to see so 
That's yeah. cool. But it's that also cool. and going to your point, I think it's something that like obviously you're you're like you said, you're not like totally used to doing that because you're holding back. So I feel yeah. like maybe a few months from now, you'll like look back and be like, yo, that was actually pretty fucking <laughs> sick. I'm yeah. just not used to hearing myself like that because you have this like yeah. vis- you have you know what your brain's used to hearing yourself. But then you come out with this, yes. which is is way more pop punk and um yeah it, it's just super fucking killer uh, and i think you hit the nail on the head with like you kind of are entering this new direction so to yeah. speak of like the way you guys are going um but yeah kudos to you yeah. and i think in a few months you're gonna look back and be like fuck that's some seriously cool stuff i sound dope yeah. <laughs> hell yeah yeah right I, <laughs> yeah. yeah i honestly i kind of like surprised myself too after uh like we got the whole mix back um because I think I was I was kind of conflicted in a way. I'm to I was kind of conflicted because I was like, oh, this the tone and everything sounds good, but it's doesn't feel like me because I'm still mm-hmm. doing it, singing singing songs a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but then I just was like, you know, I'm gonna roll with it because it's I I think it sounds good, and we'll just we'll see. <laughs> so oh, it's dope. Yeah, and it's cool, and it kind of made me realize too that that's something that I'd probably want to do in other songs, you know, and just kind of realizing like I don't need it doesn't have to be the big belt every single time, you know. It can still sound great while still sounding simple, if that makes sense, or vocally like a simple vocal melody. So. Yeah, that it was nice. pretty cool. Oh yeah. Sometimes like the most simple thing is the most like profound thing at the same time. True. That's true. Like so you guys definitely crushed it with that. So is this like a little insight to like where you guys are going to take the band's music now? Like are you guys going to go more punk or are you going to kind of stay with was this just like a No, yeah, we'll screw it. We'll try it and see what happens. <laughs> or is this like, you know, we kind of want to go this way, but we're not sure. We're going to test this out and see. Okay, so we are releasing. I can answer that because we are releasing <laughs> two more singles soon. Okay, let's go. Um, yeah, so the so I I would say we're definitely more headed in that. Like we're, we're going to stick more with that kind of sound. Um, okay at least for our next single, it's really similar to the type of sound of sick of it. Um, but the one after that, it's still kind of within the same, it's got a similar sound to sick of it, but it's definitely more moodier and a little bit more heavier. Um, so yeah, I think to answer your question, I would say overall, we're definitely still headed in the same sound as, sick of it um and i i think kind of ever since we released our other single which is chasing history i think that's kind of when we realized we found our sound uh, Mm -hmm. which is really kind of nailing the female powerhouse vocals with the pop and then just a little bit more punk and i think for us that was a win it was like okay this this is like exactly what we were looking for and we just want to keep doing that that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's it's cool like seeing when like the light bulb goes off almost 
And you're like, that's the, that's what we're trying to do. Like you, you know, you put out an EP and a couple singles and then like one of them, you're like, that's it. That's the one that's what we're going for. Totally. That's literally how chasing history felt. Cause before that it was, yeah, we released an EP. We did a couple of singles and like, it was good, but we were for sure figuring out our sound. And I think, I think that was chasing history was for sure that turning point. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I had some few questions about, like, oh, actually, I have one comment that I'm going to make about you. And then I'm going to ask a question okay. about, like, just your personal self, put the band all aside. Right. All right. This may be really odd, but I'm okay. listening to you over and over and over. Do you know who um, Howard Jones is? He was the old lead singer from Killswitch Engage. No. Okay. All oh, right. I wish it's- I did, though. All right, I'll send you a link to one of his songs. All right, it's like okay. it's kind of like heavy, it's hardcore music, heavy metal type style. So it goes from like yelling, screaming to like super soulful and like just like it's very good, but his vocal range is crazy. And mm-hmm. I I wrote down some notes. I just said odd, but I feel very strong connection with your voice and his voice. The the vocal ranges are like on point and they just sound very good. And it is a compliment uh yeah. to you, by the way. Let me just <laughs> say that. Preference with that. <laughs> Um, thank you yeah so it's a very different genre and you'll listen to it and be like how the frick does this sound anything like me (laughs) just think vocal range how he can change and like go up and down because i saw him i saw him like because we share the notes with each other and i was like what the hell is he talking about and i was like i would have said like (laughs) Derek sanders or like someone like that and he's like nope that's the one and i was like all right fine (laughs) whatever dude do you man (laughs) thank you that's what that's such a great compliment so that made my day um Hell yeah <laughs> but i i try to do that in my i know sick of it's not so much like that but i try to do that in some of our other songs too like one is echoes um mm-hmm. that one yeah. has a ton of variation where it's like i'm singing at a really low like low register and then there's like a point where i'm belting it super high so um i try to really incorporate that too in our songs um for most if i can but yeah it's it's cool or like my head voice my chest voice Mm -hmm. all of that so yeah i don't know what i'm not a vocalist so i don't know what what do you mean by head voice and chest voice like that's Do you know it's what you're talking about, Steve? Yeah. What? Okay. I asked yeah, Steve it, if he knew. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain. I think head voice, the best way you can to describe because it does feel like you're singing in your head, but it's just it's singing it in a how do I say this? Like if it's like you're singing a high note that's like hard to reach, like it's easier to sing it in a certain way, but it's in your it feels like it's in your head i know that I, i'm not explaining it correctly but <laughs> it's like it's just it's like, like different high, registered of, hired yeah right? it's and... like different registers um yeah okay <laughs> wish, i'm sorry i notes... wish i could explain it because like when yeah. i hear it it's like chest singing i'm like it's like you're saying it say it with your chest <laughs> like, <"Ugh!" laughs> like and then had you just kind of like yay well like stevie wonder kind of he's kind of like the reference for like a head voice Okay. Uh, if that gives you any insight, probably not. I guess, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I also head voice. It it always sounds a little bit lighter too vocally. Um, whereas you're if you're using your chest voice, it's it sounds more heavy, like more str- like 
powerful in a way or strong okay. i don't know i it's think i got it so totally like <laughs> let me try and think of like pop punk pink people i could like so it's almost like Parker cannon and like travis clock from we the kings like yeah. Parker cannon is the chest and travis is the head is that good I've, Did I get it? No? Yeah, I didn't get it? Ha- yeah, yeah, that's actually kind of similar. You're on the right track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, or just do a YouTube search, and then okay. maybe <laughs> you'll find some stuff on there, but yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, I, I use a lot um, kind of going back and forth and trying to show my voice um, in that way. Well, hell yeah, you do a great job at it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. But, all right, I got to ask. I saw some fun facts about you, and I want to know. All right. Let's do it. I'm ready. I did some digging, and I saw some cool things. You you told everyone about it on your Instagram, uh, or somebody did. Uh, You hiked 100 different trails. Is that correct? Oh, my gosh. Where did you get that from? (laughs) Yeah, where did you get that I know know somebody. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I all right. In all seriousness, it's on your Instagram. It that's gonna about it says you hiked a hundred different trails and you documented them. I did. Okay. Tell me so about that. <laughs> that I've first off, I've never had someone ask me that question. And second off, I love it. Um, awesome. <laughs> so it's like a total side note of me. Okay. So yeah, I I was like really, really into hiking. Like I still like to hike, but um uh, I wanna say, I don't know, like for, it was a while ago, like five years ago. Cause this was back when I lived in San Diego, I was like really into hiking. Like, and I would go to a new trail like every single week. Um, and then I started realizing I should, I should document this. Cause it'd be really rad to see kind of, and look back at like all the trails that I did. And so I started doing that and started writing it down. And then I actually continued it in Colorado to get to the hundred and then I took a photo on my 100th hike holding up a sign <laughs> at the top of this peak because I was proud that I did it. But um, yeah, I, I still love hiking, but that was just cool to be able to not just go on the same hike or do hiking regularly, but like to do a bunch of different trails. And um, yeah, it was it was fun and definitely a good outlet too for me and so I saw a, a tarantula one time on the trail, and that was that Fuck was that. scary. I'm out. Yeah, I'm but, but other than that, that, yeah, it was a wild tarantula. <laughs> um, nope. and I wanted to, I wanted to quickly disappear. Um, <laughs> but yeah. um, other than that, it other than that, all the trails were beautiful, and I, it was a lot of fun. That's so sick. That's, that's uh, awesome. That's yeah. amazing. I'm glad that you did that. Um. That's got to be good for the, that's got to be good for the mental health. Oh, for sure. Like you just, um, yeah. That, unplug. Yeah. Actually, I feel like that's probably the biggest reason why I did it. Like it just hiking just kind of got me lost, like mentally just to clear my mind and to get fresh air and kind of like disconnect. And yeah, yeah, that was, that was a big thing for me. That's awesome. So I got to ask, you obviously are on TikTok a lot, I'm assuming. Yeah. Have you seen? I try. Have you seen? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? Yeah. I try. The 
the TikTok of the guy. It's like white people hiking, and he's like whispering oh, hi. Is that? Do you do yes. that? Is that what everyone does? Is everyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's always a whisper i will yeah. never understand that but then it's like i do that so why do i do that um or it's like how's the weather like a small talk or um, you go first it's like <laughs> excuse me yeah excuse me <laughs> why yeah, are we whispering me? dude we're in the fucking wilderness yeah, I, know. I know it's like there's no one around <laughs> yeah excuse me yeah i don't understand the whispering <laughs> but we just do it it's know. like the jeep wave oh yeah the two fingers yeah yeah (laughs) or even it's like when i'm in a store too like if i'm just i don't know if i'm in someone's way i'm like excuse me and then i realize why i whisper can i can i also interject about that because every time i go to the store and you're like you're coming around the aisle and someone else is there and then you apologize like why am i saying sorry to you like i don't need to say sorry your head up like you're coming i have the right of way not you (laughs) yes oh my gosh but I, then have, you'll... <laughs> I actually used to have such a bad habit of that and then actually um low-key like fun fact so on christmas or near christmas like me my me um my, and some of my family friends like we did this whole presentation different presentations on like stuff that kind of is like a pet peeve and i did a whole presentation on that that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's, that's yeah so i'm like why like you shouldn't say sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in someone's way yeah and i like dissected and like went into detail of like why you shouldn't <laughs> um because yeah it's a pet peeve but then i also do it too so yeah yeah well i say i'm gonna do it right this is what i've been doing lately the last few years like i went from like saying it all the time and then genuinely feeling bad like oh what an idiot i am i just got in their way with my carriage but now <laughs> i'll do it and like i won't say it or i'll like mumble it to myself I'm sorry. And then I'll just keep going. I'll be like, that's right. I'm not going to say it to you. Get out of my way. I get so aggressive in my brain. (laughs) Yeah. I do. I literally do the same. And sometimes Uh, I just don't say anything. Sometimes I say, excuse me. Um, Yeah. And then when I do say, excuse me, I'm like, okay, go me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all that pep talk. Yeah. 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 It really is. This is why I wear headphones in the grocery store now and listen to podcasts. it's, It's so crazy. Like the store etiquette, quote unquote. Dude, I saw, yeah. uh, uh, I, side note, I was shopping. So I just started wearing my headphones in the grocery store because I'm like, why do I want to listen to people chatter, doors closing, and their shitty music that they play? So I started listening <laughs> yeah. to my headphones because it's it's not normally, you don't normally see people with headphones. But this is like my third time with headphones going into the grocery store. And I wear the same exact one, these Beats. So you can clearly tell. They're not little in the ear, I, I, whatever the ones they are. Um, and there was this girl walking like next to me coming up to me and she had them on and we both looked at each other and gave each other a smile and a head nod i was like yeah headphone gang in the grocery store <laughs> you get it you get it yeah right? <laughs> oh, that's nothing, funny nothing makes me angrier than when you're walking and someone like just stops short to like look <laughs> at something like they're walking you're walking down like the cereal aisle and then all of a sudden they yeah. just like stop in front of you and yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, like, it's, like a break job. it's literally equivalent to like a car pumping on their brakes when yeah. you like didn't yeah. expect it in front of you. And you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screech. Like, did you have your, bl- like, why didn't you put your hand out for your blinkers? Why yeah. What the hell? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, another thing that we discovered about you 
you were a competitive ice skater yes okay. I was um yeah so I used to do competitive ice skating uh pretty much all through middle school and um some of yeah some of high school too um and I, I feel like my mom just my mom like got us into the sport like she's like oh because we had an ice rink that was nearby where we lived and um we would we would like ice skate on Fridays, Saturdays, and we always had so much fun with the family. And so my mom decided to sign me and my sister up and then we got really into it and we started doing competitions, um, only locally, like in the San Diego area. And we would do like Christmas shows and stuff. And, um, that was just super, super fun and had my own little dance routine to (laughs) each of them. And, yeah, I, it was, I think probably out of all the sports that I did, I think ice skating for me was by far like the most fun that yeah. I had. Um, for me, it was just kind of a way to disconnect and do, it, it's a very like independent sport. Um, there is group ice skating, but like for, um, for me, like it was a very, I was doing like all my competition solo and I loved because it, it incorporated like a little bit of dance, um, mm. but then also a little bit of skill too, because you're having to balance on ice. That's a lot of skill. Yeah. Yeah. We... <laughs> yeah and um, also just like off training too, because you have to be able to be flexible and you have to, and do crazy jumps in the air. So we would always practice them um, off ice before we got on ice because yeah. yeah, ice skating is also very, very dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. I've sprained my tailbone twice. Oh, so. how do you do that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you guys yeah, don't wear like fell on my pr- ass. protection, um, right? Like, what? there's no like, there's no like protection. There's, you don't wear pads no or anything, protection. right? Yeah, wow. which is yeah, crazy to me. Like, there's no protection. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So you so. just that's why we for all those jumps, um, or even spins too. Like, we would have to make sure we map Ugh. it out and like practice it off ice before we got on ice and yeah wow for that reason <laughs> did you so. um did you ever play hockey or did you ever no. pick up a stick no i never did oh. but fun <laughs> yeah because me and steve both play you so both like play we, yeah mm-hmm. we get we get the ice skating thing a hundred percent like yep. that is yeah and I like the little bit of like the risk to it. I don't know. That sounds really weird, but it's like, oh, no, oh, yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like an, it's like an adrenaline high. Cause you're like, okay, I'm flying yep. like 20 miles an hour. And I'm about to like freaking go into a, like a axle, uh, which is this jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You spin like twice in the year, but anyways, it's like, okay, you are skating and you know, like you're about to do this crazy spin in the air and like leading up to that you know it's a risk but you're mm-hmm. gonna take it because it's fun yeah yeah no yeah, we absolutely we get that completely yeah, yeah. we've both been <laughs> playing hockey for a while and because <laughs> we I have that <laughs> i um i don't skate like with with elbow pads anymore i used to like the full chest and elbows when i mm-hmm. played in high school but then like once i started playing men's league i was like fuck these elbow pads and people like Steve will look at me sometimes and he'll be like, are you not wearing elbow pads? And I'm like, no, I'm not. 
And he's like, you're out of your friggin' mind. <laughs> like, fuck that. Yeah. But I fall on my, like, I fall on my elbows all the time. And I'm always like, God damn it. I wish yeah. I had elbow pads on. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I think like you also, you have to like get, you understand, you guys probably understand this, but like for me, it's like, I had to get over the fact that I was going to fall yeah. or like not be afraid of it. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, this is going to happen. So yeah, like I have to be okay with that. In a way. Yeah, it was that was a big thing with like when we started hitting, like body checking. That was like my father was like, "You're not ever gonna avoid. You're gonna get hit eventually. So like you might as well like they used to do like checking clinics and stuff where like you would literally have like 15, 10 year olds lined up along the boards, and then one of the one at the end of the line would just skate through it and just get hammered. Like <laughs> ten little kids would just be slamming India every time. And I was like, no, nah, yeah. I hate doing that. And my father would be like, you got to learn how to get hit because you're going to get hit eventually. Yes. Like it's going to happen. And I remember my first, cause there's like different levels, like for yeah. ice skating lessons and like level one, like they teach you how to fall, which yeah. sounds like crazy. Cause it's like, no, but you got to learn. But then you, you have to, yeah, there's like a way that you have to learn how to fall. Um, also, still to this day, it's still practical because I have definitely ate shit before, and people have said like that's very that was like the most graceful fall ever. <laughs> yeah. um, so <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay, I, I that's that's coming from ice skating. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. All right, I gotta ask about something that I dug up as well. Um. Oh, you boy. used to do well. It's not really digging up. It's just more like research. You used to do something called. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You used to do something called Today's Meaning Behind the Melody, which you broke down what um, the songs were. Um, I, we love that. Do you yes. think you'll ever bring that back? Was that more of a COVID thing? Was that just like what? How 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 can we get that back? Because I really like that. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, first of all, I love that you want to get that back because um, that makes me want to put it out or um, <laughs> put it back up again. But I think I think for us, like we we wanted to make content that was more personal to people because, or even to listeners. Cause I, I feel like sometimes people will just listen to the song for the sound, but not really understand the meaning or the lyrics behind it. So that was kind of the whole purpose of it is like, we, yes, we want people to hear our sound, but we want people to understand where it's coming from. Cause a lot of our, our songs are from real experiences um, and just kind of being able to open up to people and connect with people in that way and like share a little bit about it. And so, um, yeah, we will bring that back then. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. That's yeah. so cool. Like, that's, yeah, because that's like what we're about <clears throat> is like the mental yeah. health aspect along with, you know, because I don't know how much you've like read into us and stuff, but like that's how we started this whole thing was like me and Steve would call each other and be like, did you hear the new like, Mayday Parade song that's like so sick like if you're ever sad listen to that or like if you're ever sad listen to the story so far and like we would like sit there and like try and like dissect the lyrics ourselves and like try and figure it out so to have someone sit there and like say I was feeling this way when I wrote this it's like yes thank you <laughs> it's so awesome yeah I I think we should for sure keep doing that at least because yeah. i i know i think we just did it for our ep but at least for a couple of singles because yeah i think i think it's important for people to know because you know it's more than just the sound mm -hmm. yeah sure 
Yeah, and I think um, when me and Batch, we we break down, you know, singles, we break down albums, EPs, everything. Um, That's what we go to straight is right to the lyrics. We go right to the lyrics. um, And we're big lyricists. Like, we love to dissect it and kind of incorporate our own feelings about, you know, what those lyrics mean to us. But also we like to figure out kind of like what we think the artist's you know thought process was with the lyrics so when we have a cheat sheet like what you do yeah. it's fucking it dope it because we don't yeah we don't have to guess we can be like yo leah really was thinking like this you can tell instead of being like i feel like leah was going through something but i'm not like it's yeah. just yeah. cool to kind of it's an inside look so we're like this is sick so when I, yeah it was dope so if you I do do it time yeah i'll watch them just saying yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well that's awesome i'm glad you guys did and yeah, we'll for sure keep doing them. So cool. I'm glad you like cool. it. Hell yeah. Dope. Sweet. So, what else we got, be... Batch? <laughs> oh, probably just my usual. Wunderbar. Um, So we usually like at the end, I ask normally a pretty goofy question and Steve asks a serious one. Okay. So, but for the first, I want to ask you what you would like first. Do you want the goofy one first or do you want the serious one first let's do the serious one first okay go ahead <laughs> go ahead steve all right cool <laughs> i'm also realized how dark it's getting in this yeah room. oh <laughs> i went from being very vibrant yeah. to... it's like a floating head it's just yeah steve, it's kind of cool lives in the woods with no mansion power, so. yeah <laughs> the only thing powered is this laptop and it's yeah. always at 100 <laughs> percent um okay this is the question I ask everybody. If you are uncomfortable answering it, you do not have to, uh, by all means. But I like to get everyone's opinion so that we can help other people. Uh, we are a mental health podcast just as well as we are a pop punk podcast. Uh, I like to ask everybody if you could just give us some tools that you use that may help you with, you know, a hard time, whether it's, you know, you know, you're depressed, you're sad, or even good times. Like, what are things you do? For example, me in Batch, we play hockey, we listen to music, we journal. What are some things that Leah does that, you know, maybe can help other people? And we put this as an, into our little tool book here. Yeah, that's a great question. I'd love to answer that. So for me, um, it's definitely a mix of things, but I would say definitely listening to music that's really I know a lot of people listen to like sad music, but like for me, it's the opposite. It's like very upbeat, positive music. It just kind of gets me in a better headspace because the sound right off the bat has that like high positive energy. Um, Also, another thing too for me is like getting outside. I know it's like so simple, but it's, it helps a lot. Like just being able to walk around um, and some, I'll listen to music too. So like, walking with like my headphones in and not like doing anything else besides literally just walking around the neighborhood like for me it's such a huge difference just with like getting like clear air and just being in a different space um kind of helps me to like reset my whole mindset um and then well I I think the other thing for me would be um, probably like journaling too. Um, I don't do it as much anymore, but I used to. And just um, writing down, it's actually called, so it's called grapes. Um, and it's it's this like CBT uh, type like therapy that's really helpful. Um, and like grapes stands for like different 
things that you can, that you can do for the day. Um, and they can be as something as like super small, anything to like anything that's big and major. Um, so for example, like S is social. So, you know, it's kind of trying to see, even if it's like something that's small, like something that fills that bucket. So maybe social is about talking to a friend on the phone. Um, and then it's been a while, but, um, (laughs) G I think was G, um, remember but like r was like relaxation and so anyways it was about basically trying to fill those buckets every single day um and the purpose of that was to be able to look back and see all of the things that you did and it for me it was very much like self-reassurance and like a confidence booster because sometimes I didn't feel like I did enough in the day and I would kind of use that as a way to like validate myself and so um, being able to like see it on paper of like all of the things that you did, whether they were small or big kind of helped me, like, I don't just helped me feel better about myself, um, and what I was doing, even if it was something as simple as like, I don't like brushing my teeth or Mm -hmm. like taking a shower. Um, but yeah, it's a really great, like, see, it's called it's a CBT like exercise, um, that you can do every day for yourself. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. If you look it up to like search grapes and you'll, there's like a bunch of worksheets, um, that you can, that's like very helpful to do that exercise. That's awesome. I, um, I do something similar to that. Like I'll just write like before I go to bed, in my notes, I'll make like a checklist of just five things that I want to do uh, the next day. It can be something simple like, you know, take my medicine, make my fiance smile, you know, feed the dogs, eat lunch and work out or something. So then like at the end of the day, if I'm feeling like, you know, boy, I had a pretty crappy day. I really didn't do anything. I can like go back and look at that and be like, yeah, but I did these five things that I didn't really want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's literally actually what grapes is. Now yeah. they've gone on me that E is exercise. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically that. And, it's, and it, it could even be, like you said, it could be an exercise for the next day too. Of like, okay, this is what I'm going to be able to do for tomorrow um and if it's not I mean that's also okay too Mm because you can you can change it and make it however you want it but yeah it's a really great way to kind of look back and see everything that you did and helps you helps you recognize that um and show improvement of yourself too yeah that you were productive even if you didn't feel like it (laughs) but you still did get stuff done that's really that's really awesome. That's going to help a lot of people. That's great. Yeah. So we appreciate it you talking me. about that. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tear off that real quick is just, uh, I read a book called think and grow rich. I think I talked about this at the beginning of the podcast about like small term goals lead to long-term success. And that's something that through that book has taught me exactly that. And I've been doing it since then, which is literally writing down almost every day, just like small term goals. And, 
And it goes exactly what you're saying, which is like, I made my bed, I brushed my teeth, I ate dinner, I did this, that, that. And just to realize that I'm a human being and that, you know, we're not like, we don't have to like get a new job, work 60 hours, like just, just breathe and realize that you're like what you're doing is, is empowering for yourself. And uh, so thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll let Batch take over the the fun question to end it. As I turn into a, a just a face, I look yeah. like I'm from and Mario. Want to turn a freaking light on? In that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! My <laughs> eyes are the only thing that'll be left like, with my beard. Are yeah. it's almost equivalent to like, have you ever had two people in like this <laughs> camera with the blurry like? Filter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then it like is just like a head. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what I look like. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna turn a light on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll ask my funny question. Uh well, goofy, I guess. Um what would be your Mount Rushmore of Pop Punk? My Mount Rushmore? Like yes. my So like, like my top wait, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, like your oh, like, like top okay, four, yeah, like yeah. who would go on like if you made a Mount Rushmore of Pop Punk, like whose heads would be on it? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, sorry, I paused because no, I no. I feel like they always change. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Uh, it's good. Yeah, I would say probably. Um, for sure, Honey Revenge. Like I freaking love them. I don't know if you've heard of them, but like they just kind of just no idea out who that is. You need to listen to them um honey revenge um i think yeah i think i'm gonna have to go with the whole band if that's okay if you meet me at the altar um and probably yours truly Mm. yeah yeah i love all of them for like completely different reasons like they're all still in the pop punk space they're all like badass like female fronted bands or female bands um but they all like have a little bit of a different sound um Mm -hmm. like they're all a little bit different and I I really like that about them how like they all like they're all like very empowering and they're all women but then they also like have a little bit of like a different pop punk sound that makes them unique too yeah so That's dope. Yeah. Love it. Those are my top three. That could probably change next week, but that's for all now, right. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, yeah. I just YouTube Tony Revenge, so I'll check them out. I got rerun. I'll, I'll I'll listen to that in a little bit. Yeah, they actually released their album today. Oh, oh look at that! Okay. Check out check yeah. out Honey Revenge. <laughs> yeah, shout out. But I'm... um, it's so good, so good. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. listening to Airhead right now. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. All yeah, right. Yeah. Um we want you to plug your shit. Yes. Where can people hear you, listen to you, support you? I saw your merch. I saw everything you got. Let everyone know where they can find your stuff. Yeah. So music literally can find us any platform like Spotify, iTunes, or is iTunes thing, Apple Music, <laughs> YouTube <laughs> music, Amazon music, all that fun stuff. Um for shows, you can just you know, find us on all socials and then our website as well is where you can best see what we're up to. And 
yeah, I'm very excited. We have some fun stuff coming up. I know female fronted fest don't want to spill too much, but we have, no, that. we're going to talk about that. Yeah, We'll have, we'll do that on a separate <laughs> time, but yeah, basically social and all the music platforms is where you can stay up to date with us. Uh, real quick. What is your website? It's bandcapturethis.com. Okay, cool. Well, and they have a link tree as well. If you go to oh, their yeah. Instagram, uh, in their profile, there is a link tree to everything you need. Um, so if some people only use Instagram. It's true. Good call. Um, <laughs> but yeah, fuck yeah. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. You thank are, you. you have been awesome. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, thank you. I had so much fun. Thanks for having me. Um, I was super stoked when I re- reached out and saw that y'all wanted to feature me you know, on your podcast. So you both are awesome and it's been fun. Appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Thanks. You too. All right. Thanks again. Bye. Well, that was fun kids. Wasn't it? That was so cool, man. That was a good, that was a good time. Yeah. It was fun. Very nice. Yeah. Definitely go check out capture this. Some, Hell yeah. Uh, some fun music there, for sure. Yeah. Um Yeah, that was cool. Hell yeah. I like when I like when we interview people that reach out to us. Yeah. No, it always it's uh, it's nice. Yeah. It's like th- this different thing where they're like, Hey, we found you and we like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of us always being like, Hey, we're weird. Um <laughs> <laughs> hey. you wanna come talk to us for an hour? Yep, yep. It happens, man. It happens, yeah. but so No, that was great, man. Yeah. We got a uh, a few more things that we have to get to. Um real quick, Mayday Parade's been teasing some new music on TikTok and Instagram. Don't know if mm-hmm. you've seen that. Um did you see this? Um Elon and Mark Zuckerberg are supposedly going to fight. Yeah, Dana White confirmed it. It's happening? It's happening, dude. Who you got? I got... I don't know. Dude, fuck, I got dude, Zuckerberg. I don't, I don't know. Zuckerberg does jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but... Okay. What does Elon do? Besides go to know. space. I don't know what either of them do, dude. Well, neither of them go outside. That's 100% for sure. Like, have you seen, like, how, how white, white they, are? they are? Yeah. Whoa! Like, Jesus. Yeah, they're yeah. they're... I don't know. That's, Are you going to watch a... it? No. No. I'll watch the highlights. <laughs> Dude, I'm not paying for that shit. <laughs> 70 bucks think, to see a fucking be? Like billionaires. Like 290 or something? 292? What do you think it is? Do you think they do it in Boston? How sick would that be? I would I would be... No. They're going to do it wherever they live. They're going to do it in like fucking Midwest LA or, or fucking Vegas probably. Yeah, something stupid. No. I, I don't know. Just for fun, I'll go fucking... I'll go to Elon. I don't know. You're going to go Elon. Okay. I don't know. You're going Zuckerberg. I don't know well, shit about either of them besides the odds the billionaires. Yet, so I don't know yet. Yeah. We'll gambling on that. <laughs> Throw a fiver. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, then Crazy. We, we got some news from our friends and keep flying. Yeah. They'll be here in October, baby. Uh, yeah. October 20th. They're doing a Boston show. We don't know where. We don't know what time. Anything. Any of it. But we just know that it's happening because yep. they replied to our comment, NBD, um, that they said save October 20th. So I said, okay. 
Deal. I don't know. Yeah, saved it. Put it in the you bank deal. account. Saved don't, it. Don't talk to me. It's happening. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I saved it. Oh, okay. Did you want to hit the next one? Oh, the submarine shit? Yeah. Dude, I just wanted to do a quick RIP to the people in that submarine. I don't care if yeah. they're billionaires. I don't yeah, care if don't they care. made a poor decision. A 19-year-old was on that that did not yeah. deserve. None of them deserve to die. No, no one and deserves like, to die. Like, I, there's I know been people s- feel a certain bro. way about billionaires and shit, but like, yeah. come on, man. Like, I I this I just wanted to bring it up because no, like, no, I, there's I, been I so much teasing and bullying on this shit. And like, yeah, we're... You can call me soft, whatever you want, like, but like the fact that it's so quick for people to just like, dude, you just lost like a husband, 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 father, 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 brother, like fucking, brother, uncle, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. He was a human being, and and they're gone. And I just wanted to, you know, stupid thing to do. Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't. I thought like you know, it was twenty twenty three. I figured they would have had it figured out, but yeah, I, but I guess. And then I watched a... I watched a video on how like. How it goes? So, oh, dude, it's bad. It so well. It's it's in a sense. This is it's it's Quick. good. It happened the way it is because it it's. I watched this video that was like the how it happened is there's no possible way for it was so fast that their brains couldn't even have gotten to the point to think, are we gonna die? Like it would have been, oh, we're flo- why are we still going? So bam, that's it because oh. it imploded. So it would right, it, right. It, they turn to liquid. That's oh, what happens shit. when it implodes because it bends, it it explodes from there's the inside. So much pressure, yeah, yeah. So they wouldn't even have had. There's no pain. There's no so. That's well, not that. That's, that's I'm glad they're lining, dead, I but, guess, but yeah, yeah. So um, and it's sad that like that 19 year old didn't even want to go. Yeah, but he did because it was like a Father's Day thing. Yeah, I was like, oh. Uh, but that's, um. Yeah, that's tough. Let's, so, let's get right, into uh, uh, news notes and uh, new releases. Hell yeah. Um, I'll go first, I guess. You better. Okay. Um, Will Matt dropped uh, or is dropping a new track and a new video. Uh, no one knew. That comes out Monday. Well, it will. It came out Monday. Uh, this is the second track off of their debut album, Hyper Focused. Ooh, and we'll uh, we'll have to get back to them on how we yeah, think about it. Absolutely. Um, after that, we got <laughs> Ooh. our boys. Fucking Koyo dropping a oh. new single with a video attached. Uh, the song Thanks. is called, uh, not Burp. Uh, <laughs> it's called Anthem, and oh, that dropped damn, on the twenty second. And goddamn, is it fire! Oh god. They are that, also debuting. Dope. Yeah, they're debuting their first LP, which would be uh, "Would You Miss It," and that'll come out nine twenty nine. So get ready for that. That's gonna be sick. Um, 
Then we had Bearings' new single is out now, Gone So Gone, uh, off their new record, uh, The Best Part About Being Human, which is out August 18th. Uh, They will be on tour with Just Friends, Youth Fountain, and Young Culture this fall. Uh, They're coming to Boston to the Crystal Ballroom on 924. We will both be there. Don't know if we'll be staying for the whole thing. I know we'll just be there for basically Youth Fountain. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about Bearings. I like Bearings. Um, I like them. Yeah. Uh, We'll have to see if, you know, what night that falls on. If it's like a Tuesday night, I don't think I'll be staying. Yeah. um, if it's like a Friday or a Saturday, yeah, fuck it. I'll stay and hang around because Barings is cool. Yeah. Uh, have you listened to the new single? I honestly haven't. I won't lie. Me either. Uh, oh. So I don't have an opinion on it. I well, just fucking it right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, we'll have to check that out and we'll definitely have to give our thoughts on that record when it comes out. All right. You take the next one too, buddy. Oh, okay. Uh, Billy Talent. I don't know if you ever... Listen to them. I that's why I told you to take oh, it because okay. I honestly I I bet you I know some songs, but I no yeah. I, I haven't listened to them. Okay, uh, they released a live record, uh, live at the Festhal Festal Frankfurt. Oh, okay, um, which is cool. I like when bands release live records, so I wanted to t- just throw that out there. Oh uh, yeah, they, re- they released that I think about two weeks ago. Um. And yeah, it's, they're really good. I, I I'm shocked you haven't listened to them. Well, I'll check them out now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've definitely heard of them. I just never, yeah, I yeah. never uh, listened to them. Yeah, they're dope. They're good band. They're like an old school OG band. They're they're dope. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, all right. On top of that, we got uh to to end it out here. We got Trophy Eyes. They have a uh, their new album dropped uh suicide and sunshine and that is out as of today the recording date so mm-hmm. check out trophy eyes new album their single they dropped people like you before the album dropped was absolutely fire yep uh, trophy eyes is one of those bands i've we've loved for a long time so uh yes yep. fucking can't wait to dive deep into this album and give an opinion on it yeah that's gonna be fun for sure but that's all we got. I don't know if you got anything else you want to talk about. Uh no, that's it, brother. Um early morning tomorrow I got a double, so nice. I gotta get up around like five o'clock, five thirty AM. So looking forward to it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Lots of coffee. Oh, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. Hell yeah. Um well, hopefully yeah. it works out and the rain stays away for you so you can do your thing. Yeah, I'm hearing rain for like a week, dude. Mm, it's brutal. Oh well. So yeah, do that's you know way she fucking goes. Way she goes. What are your What are your plans for the fourth? Do you have any? Working probably. Oh. Yeah, down Fine. in Plymouth. Whatever. Fine, do that. Yeah, I don't want to, but no, that's gonna be a Fox show. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna be a complete you don't Fox say. show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been there for. I used to go down there. Yep, me too. Then so, I got old, and I was like, yeah. "No, not anymore. Never again." Yeah. So we'll see. I might just tell him I can only do the third because he said the third and the fourth are their like their biggest days yeah, ever dude, at work, which makes yeah. sense. I yep, get it. Absolutely. Um, um. Yeah. That's dope, though. You'd probably crush it on tips. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, for sure. But you're gonna be dead to the world. Mm-hmm. And the fourth is on like a Monday, isn't it? 
Or is it I think on it's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. yeah, that's, that's gross. We hate that. Akas. <laughs> yeah, Akas. We hate it. <laughs> it's Akas. Yeah, um, it is. But yeah. Well, all right, man. All right. Well, I'll, um. Yeah. Cool. Bye, everyone. We'll uh, we'll go out with uh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sick sure. of it. We, we didn't even. Yeah, we f- completely fucking forgot to ask her what we should go out with. That was. Smart. Oh well, the the new the new fucking yeah. single. Sick <laughs> yeah, of it. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> so here's uh, sick of it by uh, Capture This. Bye, everyone.